we're going to fire up. And then we're going to fire up. We're getting fired up. Fired up, ready to go. We're going to go live. We're going a couple minutes early. What difference does it really make? Okay, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't matter if you go a little early. Um, I got to press a lot of buttons just to do this. Um, there's like seven or eight buttons. Hello, folks. We're on a little early today. I'm Tony Visick, and you're watching Living on a Thin Line. It is your daily diversion from all the anxiety, anger, hoopla, and weirdness going on in our world today. It's a hand of sour of uh, fun in the sun. And uh, we say it's fun in the sun. That's not totally true because uh, we're having fun, but we're not in the sun because we're indoors. But if we were outdoors, we'd be hotter, hotter than a firecracker because it um, it's triple digits now in Arizona. It will remain triple digits in Arizona until uh, Christmas. Now, until, um, I don't know, the fall, sometime in September, I think. I'm not really quite sure. I'm not a weatherman. Don't hold me to any things I say about the weather. I am not a weatherman. I'm not a meteorologist. I'm not a, I, don't, uh, I don't work for AccuWeather. I'm just a fella telling you right now, it's hot outside. Hot and a little muggy, which is always unusual for Arizona because it's all oh, the jokes here about a dry heat. It's a dry heat, uh, but it's still hot. It's what they used to be the excuse when I first Arizona comedy jokes, stand-up comedy jokes, where I said, you get to Arizona, and it's like 120, and they go, it's 120. They go, it's a dry heat. You go, yeah, but it's still hot. It's still going to set you on fire. Wet heat, dry heat, fire. So uh, uh, we are going to have, uh, you know, in a metaphorical way, we're having fun in the sun because, 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 because of all the wonderful things I does. Uh, because we're in Arizona and we're attempting to have fun here on a Friday afternoon. And I am so glad uh, this is a break for me, too. Uh, it's been a crazy week for me, you know, more of an annoying week, and I'm learning to appreciate when things are just annoying, when things are just frustrating, when things are just bothersome. There's been some great things this week. I uh, had some great workshops this week, both Wednesday and Thursday night with my advanced workshop and my uh, beginning workshop. Just some great, great weeks. Um, but, uh, like, I'm getting my house painted. So, uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, you got problems. The problem is we've been kind of closed off in the house. All the windows are, are uh, taped, you know, because they're going to paint. So it's dark in the house, and we don't really have access to the yard because all the painter stuff is out there. They're great guys. It's an old friend of mine. By the way, a guy named Gordon McKay. If you ever want to have your house painted, contact me. I put Gordon your way. Uh, so it's nothing to do with them. It's just the situation itself. So, like, the backyard's not available to us. You know, got to be careful when we walk out the front. But uh, the house is going to look beautiful. But it's been kind of claustrophobic all week. Um, I probably haven't talked about this, or maybe I have. I'm a dog Roscoe, which I've uh, spoken with you about before. Um, he's an eight-year-old uh, lab pit. He had to have his spleen removed, and it's been touch and go. He's got a bunch of metal staples in him. Poor little guy doesn't know what's going on, and we're uh, uh, doing everything we can to have a speedy recovery. Uh, we weren't able to bring him upstairs the first two nights, so I actually had to sleep on the couch. Uh, and no, I didn't sleep on the couch because uh, Shirley was mad at me. Um, but it was kind of cool because I never get to use that couch. Uh, that couch is usually filled up with uh, uh, grandkids, dogs, and wives. And then I've got a, this is the truth, uh, it's a really nice couch that, you know, uh, uh, we saved up for. And then I've got an easy chair and it doesn't easy out. It doesn't fold out. 
and just kind of sits there to sell, beat the shit that uh, Shirley got at a yard sale or something for 25 bucks. And it's my favorite chair in the whole world. So expensive couch. I'm never on $25 chair. That's where I live. That's where I live. That's where I get my mail. Um, but uh, the first two nights since Roscoe couldn't come upstairs, uh, he's probably not supposed to come up now. I don't know. Um, he snuck up once and that kind of, that kind of set the whole thing off. Um, I slept on the couch and you know what? It was pretty darn comfortable, pretty darn comfortable as far as couch sleeping goes. And I've done a lot of uh, couch surfing in my day. Um, it was pretty nice. By the way, in my quest not to wear a different hat every day for as long as I can, I have a hat that no one can figure out. No one can figure out what this hat is. I will bet you, I'll bet you a nickel, a five cent piece. Not a buffalo head. Those are worth more than five cents. A regular nickel. You can't guess what this head is. Now, some of you are going to like Google it, okay? But the only people that could probably guess would be uh, regional Midwesterners anyway, okay? Our uh, complete, uh, uh, complete sports fans at a level that even I am not. Good news, as far as I know, um, the NBA is going to start playing games July 31st. They're going to play them all in one spot uh, down in Florida. It'll be like a giant campus with most of the teams in the NBA, not all of them. The ones that have no, don't have a snowball's chance in hell aren't involved, but 22 teams all involved in an eight-game regular season, then regular playoffs onto an NBA final. I predict, I predict the LA Clippers will win the uh, championship this year. That's what I predict. So anyway, look, I've kind of blathered on and on. Um, we build this show around three things, and the three things that we build around are interaction with you uh, as we have conversations with you as you uh, post comments and questions here on Facebook Live, on YouTube, on the Comedy Schools channel, and, of course, on our uh, flagship radio uh, website, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. So uh, that's one thing. Also, I show you some little knickknacks or goofy memorabilia. I have around here in the house, sometimes some autographs. I talk about them. We see if there's a story behind them. And then I recommend uh, two pieces of music. Yes, two pieces of music. What have I got this week? Did I get the right ones? Uh, yeah, I got something here. Yes, I got stuff. Um, uh, I recommend two artists or two pieces of music. Uh, the idea being uh, make something old new again. It might be music that at one time you were really enamored of. They were your favorite bands, your favorite artists, favorite albums, favorite songs. And they've gone by the wayside as you've gotten older and serious. Or you may have never heard of them before. And the cool thing is you can YouTube them. You can YouTube them while the show's on. Turn me off and YouTube them. Or right after the show, uh, YouTube them and find out if I made a good recommendation to you. So first off, the knickknacks. And here they are. And just to show you how long I've been in the game. How long have I been in the game? This doesn't go back as far as I was in the game. That is my Clinton Gore stick it, uh, Clinton Gore uh, uh, button. <laughs> Hello, I'm a buttonhead. Buttonhead from 1992. All right, and this is my, let's get it up right. No on Trump button. So I campaigned for Bill Clinton in 1992. I did some door knocking. I hung some door knockers. I did some here. Let's look at them again. Clinton Gore, Trump. Clinton Gore, Trump. Clinton Gore, no Trump. Clinton Gore, no Trump. Clinton Gore, no Trump. Um, I did some um, uh, 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 some phone banking. I did that sort of thing. And I wrote a joke that Bill Clinton used in a speech. So I'm going to tell you the joke. 
something I sometimes do in my beginning class, tell people this joke. So way back in the early 90s, uh, I got a call from someone working for the DNC, Democratic National Committee, and uh, um, they said, listen, you got any stuff for uh, the governor? Because uh, Clinton was a governor at the time. Or, uh, that was the most recent office he held. I don't remember who was a governor at the time. He may have been. Yes. Uh, governor of Arkansas. And uh, you got anything? And they go, you won't get any credit or anything, but you know, if you got anything to help out, send it. So I spent a lot of time compiling a bunch of what I thought were great lines and great jokes to send off the DNC for Bill Clinton. And I threw in one goofy one at the end. I thought, nah, nah, then we'll go for that. But I'll put it on there just so it looks like I did a lot of work. And I sent it off. And I never heard a word. And a couple months later, I was on a uh, American Airlines L-1011. These were gigantic planes. The, uh, the, uh, they had a middle row. Like you got rows on each side. All you're familiar with Southwest, just two rows going down each side. This was a giant plane with a giant row in the middle of 11 seats. <coughs> and I was taking a red eye from Los Angeles to Florida. Los Angeles to Florida. Some people call it Florida. I call it Florida. Um, to do a gig in uh, uh, North Palm Beach. Not West Palm Beach. And I didn't know that there was um, um, such divisions in Palm Beach. But uh, North Palm Beach called Hilarities. Some, uh, some guys out of Cleveland had a club down there. And I was flying there, and there was no one on the plane. That's come they don't have these giant planes anymore. No one's ever on them. I don't know who's on planes now. But back then, everybody was flying, but they weren't taking these big planes. And I, the cool thing, and I've ta I had taken them before. I used to plan it, especially if I had long flights that were like red eyes, like I was leaving at midnight, getting into a town at like 6 or 7, which was oftentimes the norm because you had to do radio or you were flying into a big airport and then rent a car and go into a smaller city. Anyway, you could sleep just like in a hotel almost, like, almost like a couch. So there I am in my big empty row on my L-1011. Uh, I'm leaving L.A. and it's wintertime, so I got a heavy coat. Got my bag, I got my carry-on bag, and I got my copy of the LA Times. So I lay down, I spread out, I put my carry-on bag under my head for like a pillow, and I, and I take my big heavy coat and I use it like a blanket, and open up my LA Times, and there's a speech that uh, Bill Clinton had made that day. And here's the line I wrote. Because at the time, George Bush, George, uh, uh, George H.W. Bush was running around, he was running for his second term. And he was running around, and in a stump speech, he go, we're just in the middle of the season. Don't change teams in the middle of the season. That's what he was saying. So I just wrote a little quip. And the quip that Bill Clinton used was this. The president keeps saying that you don't change teams. And there was a recession going on. I'm going to point that out. The president keeps saying you don't change teams in the middle of the season. But if the season's going poorly, you do fire the manager. That was the line I wrote. Bill Clinton did it supposedly to thunderous applause. I read about it in the LA Times. I'm on an L-1011 all by myself. I look forward, I look backward, I look around. Nobody to even tell. Folded up the newspaper, used his extra padding for my pillow and went to sleep. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is some of the excitement and glamour of show business. <laughs> so uh, I have not written anything for Donald Trump. I've not written anything to Donald Trump. Uh, as I understand it, he does not read. Okay. Uh, so that was the, uh, the little, uh, knickknack part of it. Um, got a couple things coming up for you, for you. This Sunday night at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time in our ongoing comedy series, 
Brought right to your living room through the magic of Zoom is Tony Vizic presents Sunday Night's Funnies. Sunday Night Funnies. I should one day be able to pronounce the name of my own show correctly. Sunday Night Funnies. This week, your headliner from Los Angeles, Paul Green. Paul Green is one of the hottest young comics on the circuit today. You'll have tons of fun watching him along with, along with, um, wow, look at it. See, this thing sticks, and I don't see everybody here. I got to say hi to Jim Perry. I got to say hi to Randy. I got to say hi to Diane. Uh, say hi to Don Shell. Don Shell, happy birthday. Charles Kaminsky, Travis Miner, uh, Kelly Wilson, uh, Donna uh, Greenway. Uh, I think I got everybody. Uh, the thing sticks. Sometimes you guys are making comments, and I don't know, and that's sad. This Sunday night, Paul Green, along with special guests, Travis Miner, Abinov Goyle, and DJ Payne. Tickets are only $10, count them 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 10 dollars. That's all you got to do. You go to comedyschools.com, click the get ticket section, buy a ticket for the show. When you buy a ticket for the show, you'll be then doing three things. One, you'll be entertained because it's a damn funny show. That's four very funny comics. I bring you funny comics every week. It's four very funny comics. You'll be entertained. Two, we pay the comics out of the proceeds of your payment. So we're trying to keep the economy going. If you, maybe we're part of the reason unemployment went down. I don't know. Maybe we're contributing that way. Probably not. Um, and a, a portion of the money goes to local food banks in my area. Three things that you'll be doing for only $10. All right. And if you're quarantined with the whole family, the whole family can watch the show for 10 bucks. It's well worth your while. Even after everything's all open again and everybody's able to go pub crawling and bar hopping and comedy club running, uh, we will continue doing these because it's a great way to bring, um, for years, I tried to find a way to take some of these ungodly talented local people I have been able to come across here in Arizona and get them national recognition. And it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to be a comedy teacher in this city. You know, it's hard to be a comedy teacher in the city. That was, you know, it's, it's a rewrite of a song from Hustle and Flow. Uh, probably the last pleasant movie about a pimp we'll see in quite some time. Um, anyway, I now have, I now have that platform. So please, everybody who's on here right now, go to ComedySchools.com. Go to Get Tickets. Make sure you click for the Sunday Night Show. Sunday Night Show. Tony Vizic presents Sunday Night's Funnier. I said it right. With headliner Paul Green featuring Travis Minder, DJ Payne, and I'm going, you'll be glad you did. You know, it's a great Sunday night. Uh, I know a lot of people are going out. I want to go out. I want you to be able to go out. Um, the numbers don't tell me go out. The numbers tell me hold off a little bit. Uh, and to all my friends who have brick-and-mortar businesses that require, that in order for them to even stay open to get have people go out, I understand, and I say go for it. But... Um, uh, I got a way for you to watch incredibly funny comics without uh, uh, risking, at a minimum, two weeks laying in bed going, oh my God, I'm so sick. All right, so check it out, Sunday nights. All right, let's get to the music, because the music matters. I'm going to recommend um, two pieces of music here, and I'm going to make a game time decision on the second one. The first one is a little obscure, but not obscure to like people my age, people from my era. Okay, uh, but even then, only a certain time. This is Robin Trower. Robin Trower was considered one of the best guitarists of his generation. 
I think he's probably still alive. But this is Robin Trower live. Robin Trower um, had a, uh, a deep resonating voice and played in a very heavy way, something that could almost be early grunge because of the way he tuned his guitar and the way he played. He played a very heavy, plodding kind of stuff, um, except on uh, Two Rolling Stone, which went kind of fast. Daydream, Rock Me Baby, Lady Love, I Can't Wait Much Longer, Alafia, and a Little Bit of Sympathy. So what's not on here is, um, and someone might be able to correct me, uh, Bridge of Size, which I believe is the title of a song that was one of his huge hits, but Two, ro uh, two Rolling Stone. Robin Trower was uh, a big regional hit in the Midwest. I don't know how he did on the East Coast or West Coast. Out of England, the original lead guitarist, by the way, for the band Traffic. He had left the band Traffic, and he went uh, solo. And solo, um, he did quite, quite well for many years. He was considered by those who considered themselves a little bit of uh, rock music snobs, someone that they really liked. This particular album was recorded at Stockholm Concert Hall on February 3rd, 1975 for Swedish Broadcasting Corporation. So, uh, and also it was remixed in November 75, so it came out like in 76. So if you want to hear some mid-70s, uh, if you want to hear the forerunner to grunge, if you want to hear something go, oh, wow, before Kurt Cobain, there was someone who was playing in those heavy tones in that way, check out Robin Trower, one of the best solo guitarists around. He came out of England. He came out of that prog rock, blues rock, English uh, um, uh, school of music. And then, um, and then from there, he, um, he went solo and, and created his own unique style. This next album, the guy is not too obscure, but it's an album of his I'm going to recommend. This, ladies and gentlemen, is The Bard. Bob the Bard himself. Bob Dylan. Okay? And this album is not in the pantheon of his great albums, according to most people. Where you're going to list Bob Dylan's five or ten or fifteen greatest Though I will tell you, Rolling Stone one time came out with a, uh, uh, a Rolling Stone, uh, I believe it was the best 500 Bob Dylan songs because he's written so many. But this is one of my all-time favorite Dylan albums. And if you're a Dylan fan and you don't know it, or if you're like a young Dylan fan and you from his protest music or his uh, creation of folk rock or even some of the wonderful stuff he's been doing the last few years, you probably don't know this album. was a big seller. wasn't a big blast. Um, it came out in the uh, late 70s, early 80s. Bob had totally reinvented himself. He had like this renaissance in the mid-70s with uh, uh, Blood on the Tracks that made him uh, totally relevant again. This one came out a few years after. Didn't get the same publicity, but great tunes. Joker Man, Sweetheart Like You, Neighborhood Bully, License to Kill, Man of Peace, Union Sundown, I and I, and Don't Fall Apart on Me Tonight. It was the mix that he often did on all of his albums, of uh, 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 beautiful love songs and then songs of either ominous uh, metaphysical uh, intent or um, uh, uh, later on in life sort of veiled political, uh, veiled political uh, uh, sentiment. I mean, um, if you hear noises, that's still the painters are up on a roof or something. They're painting a roof. So especially if you like love songs, listen to I and I. I and I. And of course, like all love songs, it's about people uh, not falling along. Uh, people's love life falling apart. If you like political stuff, listen to Union Sundown. If you don't listen to a song where a guy is appealing to his lover that everything's going to be okay, listen to Don't Fall Apart on Me Tonight. 
And, of course, the beautiful song on this, Neighborhood Bully, once again, is a political statement. Sweetheart Like You, great love song. Uh, License to Kill, I Can't Categorize. And then Joker Man, which is more about him and is a wonderful, 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 or it's about someone. You listen to it. YouTube, Joker Man by Bob Dylan. YouTube, I and I. And then tell me that I didn't make two great recommendations to you, along with Robin Trower. You do all of that, okay? Uh, are we stuck again? We are stuck again. Say we get stuck. I got a roll here. Uh, hi, Sarah Slade. Hi, Sammy J. Uh, Sammy J says, uh, Dylan's a national treasure. Uh, he also says, Blood on the Tracks. Blood on the Tracks is one of his great albums. Of course, without the times era changing, our um, Highway 61 revisited. I don't know if he'd ever gotten a Blood on the Tracks. But Blood on the Tracks is one of my all-time favorites. And to be honest with you, it's one that I play, even to this day, more often than I do his early uh, uh, breakout album, The Times They Are Changing. I actually have his first album, very first album, where he looks like a baby on it, where he does all traditional folk songs and only one song that he wrote. And it was uh, Hey Woody Guthrie, a song that he wrote to his, uh, uh, his hero, Woody Guthrie. Okay, I think I've covered everything today. Uh, I hope you're covered. We're all covered. I got you covered. You're going to be okay, right? Do you know what I was doing for hours before this? I'm figuring payroll or setting up new payroll accounts. Oh, isn't that fun? That's what you want to be doing at 64 years in life, going, all right, I got to start doing a regular payroll here. Uh, and I got to do a regular payroll because of people like you because you keep the company going and we appreciate you oh so very much. Sunday night, Paul Green. This coming Tuesday, a free intro to my beginning stand-up comedy class. It's all on ComedySchools.com. If you know someone who you think should do stand-up comedy, send them to the page. Tuesday night, absolutely free, free intro. No obligation. Listen to me wail and moan. Listen to me blather and dither. And then if they feel like signing up, they can sign up right there on the ComedySchools.com page. Okay? So uh, I want to thank you for watching. Uh, I want to thank my producer. It just happens to be my wife, Shirley Lovisic. I want to thank my dog, Roscoe, for being a dog. I want to thank my dog, Chica, for being a, a dog as well. Uh, I'm going to see you tomorrow at 7 p.m. That's our special Saturday night show. We do it at 7 p.m. It's the Comedy Jubilee. I wear a nice hat and I wash my, I wear a nice coat and I wash my hair. So tune in for that. All right, folks. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Yermo Robles says, is that Jacob's Dylan dad, the kid from the Wallflowers? I've heard that, Yermo. It might be. Uh, Sammy J, he said he just, he still looks like a baby, just an old one. Uh, yeah, we're getting some good comments here, but we got uh, Guillermo Robles. Shirley says hello. Hi. She says hi back. And how are you? She says hi and how are you? So you got a, you got like two entire sentences out of her. That's pretty good, pal. That's pretty pretty good. Okay, we got to go. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, Saturday at seven p.m. It's still until then. You stay safe. You stay sane. All right. Stay close, but stay distant. It's like a, it's like a parable and a quandary, parable and a quandary for our time. We want to stay close, yet stay distant. And we're figuring out how to do it with shows like these. Thanks a lot, everybody. I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.